What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Robin e. checking in for a brand new episode of Pillow Talk. Y'all already know I appreciate y'all for rocking with me like you do. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and tune in with me on Facebook at Pillow Talk Podcast to see all of the latest interviews alive in effect. Bringing y'all another dope interview, okay? I had Miss Ladina, okay, of Radical Radio come on Pillow Talk Podcast. She's definitely one of the most inspirational people that I know. We spoke a lot just about spiritual wealth and what we need to do to really help and affect our youth because the kids they are in fact the future keep listening new episode dropping right now mobile bartending needs, both public and private, reach out to Drinks Galore. They provide a wide range of package deals available on their website, drinksgalore.com. Book Drinks Galore, cheers, and enjoy. Tap in with Black Creative Productions a Black-owned media company focused at creating original and captivating media. From commercials to photo shoots to publications, we have all the tools that you need to build your business up. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Black Creative Productions to see all of the latest drops. Black Creative Productions, we are media. What's up, everybody? Robin e here. Back. We back. We are back in the building. Okay, I, I got to get my mic together. Back with another episode of Pillow Talk Podcast. We're here in the Purple Room. Definitely excited to have my next guest on, okay? I was running late, and I was just all over the place. But that ain't going to stop us. That's not going to stop us from having a great interview. So she is just an amazing woman. I've had the pleasure of knowing her personally and just seeing the amazing things that she's done and what she's about. Out. So I'm super excited to have Miss Ladina, okay, uh, of the whole radical empire come on Pillow Talk Podcast. Yes. We love it. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Yes, yes. We love it. I love you so much. You are just amazing. So I definitely want to introduce you to the people first and foremost. So, Miss Ladina, where are you from exactly? Oh, yes. Hey, peoples. Hey, peoples. Your girl is from the west side of Waukegan. Waukegan, stand up. You know, when they ask me where you from, I definitely will never say Chicago. I will always say I'm from Waukegan. Um, so I definitely rep the west side of Waukegan. What's say? What's say? Okay, ain't no better side. Ain't no better side. Absolutely. So, Miss Ladina, you are just a phenomenal woman. You know, you are a podcast host, business owner, you know, spiritual life coach for uh, young women and the youth. 
So I have to first know, is there any other titles we need to add to your list right there? Well, it will soon, soon, very, very soon be author added to the list of titles. Um, I am also an elder at Fishers of Men ICM in Atlanta or in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I really don't do titles, but if you, you since you asked, those are the, the other ones that I do have. Yes, we love it. We love it. I love that. I think that's amazing. You do a lot of things, especially helping people, which I love for yes, sure. I try. I try my hardest. Now, to all the things that you do, do you have one that you feel is like your favorite Wow. Whoa. Great question. <laughs> you know what? I can't say I have a favorite um, because I feel like everything that I do is definitely ministry. So, you know, it, it's all a vision by God. So I don't think I have a favorite, but, you know, I talk a lot. I've always, you know, ran my mouth. So, you know, being on the podcast, coaching, you know, that's basically what I do. But, you know, again, it's all a vision from God. So I don't think I have one that's my favorite, so to speak. Yeah. Okay. Vision from God. You can't go wrong with that. Amen. You can't nope. go wrong with that. <laughs> now, I definitely want to get into the mentorship because I feel like that's just so amazing. And yes, ministry, everything you post, I feel like just has that type of ambiance to it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, growing up for you, um, did you personally have somebody that was like a mentor for you? I absolutely did. I had a lot of mentors. I was raised by a village. Um, so I was in, my mom made sure that she kept me very, very busy. So I was a, a dancer. I was in a drill team. I modeled. Um, I was in the church choir. So she kept yeah. me busy. Okay. I, I don't even know as a young person how I could have been as busy as I was. But um, I did grow up with a mentor in the drill team. His name was Chief Hamilton. Um, definitely taught us about respect, taught, taught us morals, character, values, things like that. Um, I also, again, was raised in the church. So, you know, my grandfather was my first pastor. So everybody in the church was a mentor of some sorts to me. Um, my grandmother, she was a teacher. My godmother, she was our camp leader. So I can't, I'm not going to name anybody because I had outside of chief, but I have so many people that, you know, poured into me when I was growing up. So I was raised by definitely a big, big village. Yes, I love that. Now, I feel like that definitely makes a difference, you know, as you're, you know, growing to an adult being raised by a village. Yeah, it does. Um, when I tell you like, that's where I come from. Like I watch my mother bring people in. I watch my mother open her door to anybody that was in need. Um, I didn't like it a lot of times because I was there, you know, it, it was like, you know, they were pulling my mom and sometimes I needed my mom, but you know, I call my mom the village keeper. So that leads me to be the village keeper's daughter. Cause I now do the same exact thing that my mom has always showed me. Um, so again, it made a, a very big difference in my life, not only for my children as well, their friends now have become my honorary children. Um, the young people that I mentor, like I want to be in their life for the rest of their life when they, you know, walk down the aisle, I want them to be able to, you know, holler at me and say, come on, come to the wedding. When they have a baby, when they buy their first house, whatever it is that they do, like, you know, I just really want to be a part of that because I feel like they are, you know, my honorary children. 
Yes. Okay, you definitely coming to the wedding for sure. <laughs> Thank you. You know what I'm saying? There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You're definitely coming to the wedding. Definitely. Coming. Thank you. So this has always been your calling then to help people. Um, you know, what was it for you in your life, you know, that led you really to start like your mentorship? Wow. Um, I will be honest and say um my my husband's daughter actually her mom, we really didn't see eye to eye. I didn't have much respect for her um, because I had a, a, we had a big hand in raising his daughter on our own. We had custody of her. And I'll never forget, it was a time where um, she hadn't seen her mom. It may have been like four or five years she hadn't seen her mom. And she was really going through a lot, really wanting to you know, go and visit and, and spend that quality time with her mom. Um, her dad did not want her to go. And I'm like, look, you got to let her go. You got to let her go. And I'll never forget the conversation that I had with her mom at the time. She was asking me questions about her child. She was nervous. She was like, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I remember on the phone, even though, you know, we really never had saw eye to eye. I remember putting all that to the side. And I remember just telling her like, look, this is your baby. You gave birth to her. So all she needs from you is love, attention. She don't need no money. She don't need nothing extra. She just need for you to love on her. And after I got off the phone with her, I was, I was in my feelings a lot because I was like, yo, I would never, never understand or, or comprehend how it would feel for myself to have to talk to another woman mm-hmm. about my children. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, I was floored by that. But, you know, I basically coached her on, you know, what to do when she received her, her daughter. And I remember calling my dad and I, I was like, yo, I was like, dad, you know, like, this is dope. Like, I think I know what I'm supposed to do. Like, your daughter is is cold with it. You know, like, <laughs> I see I, in, in that moment, I literally saw the plan that God had had for me. I really felt like, OK, Lord, you know, I'm supposed to coach like coaching is it. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget when I started um, looking for a coach. My cousin has sent me a link for Tony Gaskins coaching school. And lo and behold, he did like I don't know if he do this or not, but. He actually like let somebody, he let us name our price. And at the time his, his classes were like $1,200, $1,300. So he let us name our price. And this was in 2016. I named my price. I told him I got $500 and he signed me up. And that's how I became a coach. Yes. (laughs) Okay. I love it. Absolutely. She said, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I think I, I think I know. Wow. Wow. That's, I mean, amazing to feel, you know, for y'all to have that relationship and then for you to speak that those words into her, like. Yeah, I did never thought that I would. Okay. Mm. Because I was like, you know, but God made sure. I I put (laughs) my pride to the side and did what he he told me to do. So it was good. (laughs) Mm, I love that. I love that. So you started your journey from that point forward. Now, I know um, you do list online, like specifically women and youth, um, but is anybody welcome to, you know, get services or, you know, get some mentorship from you? Yeah, I mean, I never would turn anybody down. I just feel like, you know, most males, like it's not going to be like 
you know, older males. I've mm -hmm. mentored and, and coached younger males, uh, younger adults. Um, but you know, if God leads me to it, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. It don't it don't matter who it is. So, you know, if it's if it's something that God assigns, I definitely would never turn anybody away. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Because everybody need a little, you know, we need a little. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know, as you're mentoring, what are some things that, you know, just from your experience, you see, you know, youth or women um, kind of struggling with or things that kind of come up a lot in those types of, you know, settings? Well, I would say for the youth, um, they don't have anybody to listen to them. Um, a lot of the young people will say, you know, my mom don't listen. My mom don't, she don't know what's going on. My dad, you know, I can't talk to them or, you know, they're not listening to me. Um, and so for me, that's the biggest thing. And, and also understanding that our young people have a process to go through. Coach L ain't always been this way. Like for real, for real. Like I gave my mom and my dad a hard time, like in these streets. I was in mm. I was in these streets getting kicked out of school. Like, I used to do a lot, okay? You talking about, like, talking back, disrespectful, not listening. Ooh. All of that, okay? All of that. And, you know, everybody know it. But everybody has a process to go through. And I believe that our young people are really just, they're going through some things. They're going through more than what I've ever had to go through you know i think my trials and my tribulations started just because my, my parents got a divorce they weren't together anymore and i was a, a spoiled brat and wanted them to be together so i just started acting a mess you know mm. but these young people they have so much more that they're dealing with they're dealing with the death of friends um they're dealing with having to raise their siblings without mm. their hope. um they're dealing with people just not hearing them and not having the time for them. So it's so much more that they are dealing with um, than what we had to deal with. And on the side of women, I mean, for me, I would say the one thing that I always, always start with is purpose. When I didn't know my purpose, when I didn't know who I was, I was out here wilding. I was accepting, you know, disrespect from men. I was accepting all these different things and, and going through all these different struggles that I didn't even have to go through. Mm -hmm. I just knew who I truly was, you know? So I always start off with women, you know, with their purpose and if they know their purpose and also just learning how to throw away the things that we've been taught that really serve us no purpose at this time. Mm. Um, a lot of times we were taught things, you know, growing up, you know, stay in a child's place. You can't speak when you, you know, if you're a child, you can't speak. And, you know, just kind of we were we were kind of muzzled in a way where we we didn't have any, you know, we didn't have any we didn't we couldn't speak. You know, we couldn't say what was on our mind. So for a lot of that, you know, in my coaching sessions, I do something called throw it away. Mm. And um, what it is, is like whatever you were taught growing up. If you feel like it was wrong, you get to throw it away and you get to replace it with what you feel like is right. So I'll, I'll give you an example. For me, I remember we were always taught, you know, like you get respect when it's given or, you know, I, I, I respect you when you respect me. I had to change my thought process on that because at the end of the day, you can disrespect me and I can give you disrespect back. But is it going to do anything? Mm -hmm. No, I can. You can disrespect me. I'm going to show you love. I'm not going to disrespect you back. I'm just going to keep loving you. And then I'll see a change. 
So I choose to say like, just because you disrespect me don't mean I'm going to disrespect you back. And dealing with young people, Coach L has been disrespected, okay? Like, them, them kids be going in. Ooh, I bet they do me. <laughs> but I, what I noticed is every time I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't battle with them because that's what they used to. They used to somebody, you know, doing this and not just mm -hmm. like saying, oh, okay, all right, I hear you, I got you. But then coming back and still being the same person, never changing the next time that they need you. So mm -hmm. that's where I, you know, that's one of the things that I threw away. You know, and I, I just, you know, give respect even when it's not given. You know, I'm going to love you regardless. It's not easy. It's not easy, but yeah. I try my best to do it. No, I love that. And I, I just love the way you broke that down, definitely with the youth, because I feel like they're always, you know, important. They're the future, obviously. Okay. Um, in your opinion, I mean, knowing now kind of, you know, a problem that a lot of youth has I mean, how do you get a parent to listen to a child? How do you get them to kind of get on that level of just a free space where they can just allow their child to express themselves and actually listen? Listen, I I have three I have three boys. I have uh, three bonus children. So here's the thing: I had to really understand the things that I dragged my kids with me mm. in. I was in an abusive relationship. I dragged my kids along with me. You know, they seen a lot of stuff. They heard a lot of stuff. They witnessed a lot of things. I had to hold myself accountable. Like, you know, you had a choice. You didn't have to take your kids through that. You could have made the choice to leave. I stayed and I took them through those things. So I had to hold myself accountable to say, you know, my kids got anger issues because of what they witnessed. So holding myself accountable and really understanding that, you know, I could have made some better choices and I may not have had the, the, the outcomes that I have concerning my kids. First, I was, you know, hold myself accountable. Then I apologize. Mm. I had to apologize to my kids. Like a lot of parents don't want to say sorry. It's simple. Like, I am sorry. I know that I took you through these things. And I'm trying to do a better, a better job. I'm trying to do better, you know, um, and, and I'm not perfect. I still, you know, have faults. Nobody has a parenting manual, nobody. But what I had to do was I had to sit down and I had to literally let my boys like go in on me. And when I tell y'all mm. my ugly cry, like it was <laughs> ugly because it was hurtful. It was really, really hurtful. Mm. But. I just told them, like, look, whatever y'all feel, whatever that's going on with y'all, whatever y'all got to say to me that y'all need to unleash, let it go. And they did. And it was like shots fired. Bam, 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 bam. Oh. I was just like, I was just taking it. And I took it. Um, and I believe it helped them a lot. I believe it helped them to release what they were really feeling and not holding it in. Because I, I definitely don't believe in holding things in. Because mm. when you hold that stuff in, that stuff sits on your heart. It blocks your heart. So, you know, you're not able to be authentic. You're not able to be genuine because you got all this blockage. So for parents, I would say, listen, be real. Keep it keep it real and, and hold yourself accountable for some things that you may have may have done incorrectly and try your hardest to change it. And if if necessary, if it's if apology is needed, apologize to your kids and 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 let them see the vulnerable side of you to say like, look, mom, mama messed up, you right. know, I, I messed up. I man, 
I, I know y'all dealing with this because of, you know, what y'all went through, but let's try to fix it now. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Can we just, can we just give it up for saying you're sorry? Okay. Say you're sorry. I think that's so important because, you know, sometimes parents come off as being just in invincible and I can do everything and I'm never wrong. And sometimes, yeah, kids need to know like, man, my, mommy's not perfect. Daddy's not perfect. We make mistakes. We yeah. don't know. Yeah. Like, that's so important. I don't have kids y'all but um <laughs> i i mean my mom apologizing to me has definitely been one of those things as i've gotten older that i've appreciated yeah. you know whenever something comes up and it's just one of those moments where i'm like all right well you know never mind and it's just like you know what i'm sorry let me let me take it back okay thank you thank you mom there you go yeah <laughs> i love that i think that's so dope you know definitely dope for sure maybe more parents need to invest in mentorship i'm just saying y'all it is the parents um i do say a lot of the the problems do come from the actual parents mm. and you know it's gonna take the parents to get some some coaching for their kids so hopefully if they you know a lot of parents don't get coaching for their kids i'm just keep it a buck you know um i do most of my coaching at you feel you know where i work but okay a lot of people are not soliciting coaching services for their children, which it really would help. Mm. But I will say, you know, I'm not a licensed therapist. Sometimes, you know, as a coach, I do have to redirect them to therapy first. And then after they finish therapy and, and have gone through the, the bouts of, of therapy, then I can take them on as a coach to, you know, keep up with goals and make sure that they're moving in the right direction. But yeah, it will help. It will help a lot of parents and their children. Yeah. Um, to get some coaching absolutely mm -hmm. now we gotta i have to get your opinion definitely on women um and just the whole ideology right now that's going on with women mm -hmm. now you know i'm a part of some of the younger generation as far as you know the the instagram and you know the body pose and things like that mm -hmm. so do you feel like you know there is a like a big problem with women as a whole not knowing their purpose absolutely i feel like a lot of a lot of women that don't know their purpose, like we settle, we settle for a lot of stuff. Um, we settle for um, taking on employment just to, for the sake of having employment, not really going to a job that we love um, and that it doesn't feel like work, right? Um, we're not operating in our purpose because we're just looking to make the money. Mm -hmm. um, we do also settle in relationships. We take a lot of things from men that if we knew who we are and if we knew whose we are, we wouldn't accept those things. And I'm, I'm speaking, you know, I'm, I'm the first partaker. There's things that I've accepted that I know I shouldn't be accepting because I know who I am. You know, I know what God says about me. I, knew, I know the, the woman that he's created me to be. So there's nothing that can trump what God has said about me. And so I'm in this place of my life now where I'm. I'm not taking nothing from nobody that God don't, you know, instruct me to take, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like women are really, you know, they do, they, they just go through so many things that they don't necessarily have to go through um, in business, you know, women, Oh, don't nobody support me. That is a, that's a character flaw. Mm. It's, a, it's a character flaw. Like we all been through it, but it's a character flaw because you wouldn't worry about somebody else supporting you because you know that you're doing what God has called you to do. So you wouldn't need somebody else support. You already got the validation from God. I put up a post and I was talking about how I don't have to be validated by anybody. There was a time in my life that I really wanted people to like 
care about, you know, I cared about what people thought about me. There was a time where I was, you know, I wanted my man to be like, oh, you're beautiful. You're this and you're that. And then, you know, at, at one point that I knew that because I didn't know who I was. I needed that validation. I needed somebody to make me feel away or I needed to be concerned about what people thought about me because I didn't know me. But once I got to know me, hey, I don't need no validation from nobody. I know what God says about me. I know what he told me to do. And that's what I do. If you don't like it, you know what I tell them? Take it up with him. I dare you. Take it up with him. Take it up with him. Mm. Yeah. So that that's how I feel. I, I do feel a lot of us, us women, you know, we kind of settle for a lot of things when we don't know who we are. Absolutely. Okay. Y'all be settling. No, look, we all be settling. I'm we definitely settled. Yeah. Definitely settled Absolutely. on some things. Absolutely. Now, what about like maybe like a lack of sistership? Um, cause I know I see a lot sometimes of slander, you know, against other women or just, yeah, that jealousy vibe or hatred. Um, you know, what are some ways as women, you know, we can kind of jump over that hurdle, you know, and, and be more together as you know, a sex, if you will. I, I get it. I get it. 100%. Let me, let me, I'm an empath, right? So I, I feel energy, you know, when mm -hmm. I go and I'm around people, I feel if it's a, a spirit of, you know, I don't fool with you. You know, I feel that spirit, right? What I have learned is despite feeling that spirit, I'm still going to be me, right? So I'm still going to go in the room. I'm still going to say, hey, how you doing? You know, I'm still going to love on you. I'm still going to tell you, you know, you're looking cute. You know, hey, queen. Uh, my, my cousin them say it all the time. That'd be so fake. You'd be like, hey, queen. No, I really mean it because we're all queens, right? Um, and I just... I'm just going to be me. I'm not going to dummy myself down. I'm not going to dim my light. And I just feel like as women, we got enough problems. Do we not? We got enough problems to be beefing with this person because she's doing the same thing you doing and or she messed with this guy or I, hey, I love y'all all to each his own. Whatever it is that you love to do and you want to do my sister, hey, I love it for you, but I'm not beefing with none of my sisters. I'm just not. And it doesn't matter, you know, um, when you try to, when you try to collaborate and you try to unite, you're not always going to get that united front. And you just mm -hmm. have to be okay with that. It doesn't mean that it's a, it's not you, you know, it, it's, it's another personal problem that you may not know about. You know, so many times we, people don't like us and we don't even know they don't like us because nobody wants to go and have a conversation. Nobody mm -hmm. wants to talk to you to get to know you. And that's how Radical Radio came about, just because, like, I don't know you, you know, so I want to get to know you. I want to hear your story. So that way, when I start hearing people's story, it gives me the insight that I need to know that person for myself. I don't need to hear what nobody else say about this person or that person. Come on the show, because I want to hear your story. I want to yeah. hear how you got started. And it always baffles me how much how much in common you may have with a person once you hear their story. Absolutely. You never know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. Absolutely. Now let's really, let's talk about radical radio. Definitely. Okay. Love the name for sure. Now, first off, what does radical mean to you? Being unapologetically bold and purposely authentic, just being who you have been called to be. That's it. 
Yes. <laughs> it's magic in those words. Magic. Now, tell us definitely about Radical Radio. You know, how you got to start. You, you know, you segued us a little bit with that purpose there. But, you know, tell us about it. Yeah, Radical Radio started just um, in my in my little old head. You know, I wanted to have a podcast. Um, you know, I believe that God had, you know, put that on me when I, I used to blog when I when I before when I lived in uh, in Georgia. I did a blog and as we were blogging, I remember always talking about, man, we should do a podcast. We should do a podcast. Um, and it didn't happen. But when I ended up moving back home um, to Illinois, I remember writing it down. I wrote down that, you know, it's going to be a podcast. Uh, I wrote down who my producer was going to be. And that was Maxie at the time. So I still mm-hmm. have my, my journal with all the information in it. And um, I wrote that down. And I remember Angela Ramirez is one of my good friends. She told me, she said, hey, you know, you could do a radio show. And I'm like, hmm? And she's like, yeah, you can get on the radio. And so she introduced me to the people at WRLR, which is a nonprofit radio station. I did the application and Radical Radio was born. And then, you know, when COVID hit, we switched over and transitioned to a podcast. So no training, no nothing. I, you know, I ain't did this before. It was, you know, me and God. That was it. That was it. <laughs> making it happen. You making yeah. it happen, though. Thank, thank you. I, it. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Radical Radio is super dope, you guys. Definitely make sure that you check that out for sure. So um, what days, you know, do you guys post? What type of guests have you guys been having on the show lately? Well, this, this last season, we really didn't have a lot of guests because I, you know, I have been on I've been on the journey. So I've been like, just kind of like giving tidbits of things that's been going on with me on the podcast this season. So we haven't had a lot of guests. Um, We've wrapped our third season. So we're going into our fourth season. So, you know, y'all, I just need some balance because I have a lot going on. I do a lot. So um, right now we're on a break and Radical Radio is, you know, we're ramping up. I'm letting, you know, let God speak and kind of figure out what we're doing. Um, We'll be back soon, um, probably within like at the at the beginning of September, we'll be back. So, okay, yeah. we're gonna be looking for it. What the episode? But we coming back. We'll be back for season four. <laughs> Absolutely, and then that's streaming on you know all platforms, just so we can. You know, yes, streaming on all podcast platforms. Um, we have we really haven't been going live anymore on Facebook because it's y'all. I love Facebook, but I don't like Facebook sometimes because it just be a lot. A lot, a lot. So I wanted to do more of it being strictly a podcast because I feel like once you get in, like once you get trapped in Facebook, it's like you almost like gotta be on Facebook. And I'm trying yeah. to move away from Facebook and try to, you know, get a different type of audience, you know, people that are elsewhere. So yeah, we, we really don't do the, the Facebook live anymore, but it's, it's a full on podcast, y'all, all podcast platforms. Definitely. They definitely got to make sure they check it out. Her And her energy is always like this anytime she's on the <laughs> mic. So definitely make sure y'all check that out. Now, is there any other podcast, you know, show that you really like tune into or one that kind of inspired you a little bit? Absolutely. Um, I used to listen to um, Charlemagne the God a lot. I listened to, um, now you put me on the spot. <laughs> I listen to a lot of like Sarah Jakes. I listen to Kim Jones Popier. I absolutely love her. She's a pastor out of Fayetteville, Georgia. Um, who else? 
I listen to DJ Envy and his wife's podcast a lot. Love um, them. I love them. Um, recently, you know, Life Tips. Um, this is a young a young guy that I got that I had on my show. His name is Nate. Um, I'm into Regina's kids right now. I've been listening to my cousin's podcast. They they going up. I love it. Um, so yeah, I always listen to podcasts. That's pretty much what I be doing. You know, I listen to everybody's podcast and. Um, also, wait, Ebony's podcast. Oh, Jesus. I done forgot the name of it. Ugh. It's not peace and something, is it? It's not yeah. peace. Peace by peace. Peace by peace. Oh, okay. Peace. okay. Yeah. So, you know, and, and Pillow Talk, of course, you know, of course, I'm with Robin E. You know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. As you should. Yeah, as you should. No. I love that though. Shout out to all of those podcasts for sure. Definitely Regina's Kids. I'm going to be tuning into that one. Definitely. Um, seeing, seeing what's up with that. Yes. Now let's get into the radical eyewear. Okay. Yes. 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 I, I absolutely love eyewear. Like I've always loved sunglasses. Always just had shades for days. And you know, um, I just had a vision and, you know, it was, I, I just really wanted to customize and, and have my own eyewear company. And it launched March of 2020, I believe. So we two years strong and yeah. it's amazing. I, I love it. I love, you know, selling eyewear for men and women and children. I haven't got to my little boys yet, but I'm going to get to y'all. I promise. Um, that's something that will be coming soon. Um, but yeah, I just, I love eyewear and I, I don't know. It was just, I was trying to figure out what can I do, you know, that I really love and I'm passionate about and, you know, sunglasses and eyewear it is. And then um, I'm a Nana y'all. So, you know, my little grandbaby rainy poo, she got her own, her own eyewear line. So it's a uh, radical rainbow kids eyewear line. So rain sells her glasses. I can't wait until she can start, you know, getting out there and really doing some work work, you know, her <laughs> Nana be working hard for her, but <laughs> It's amazing. I just want to leave something for my grandbaby and, you know, really teach her, you know, what it is to be a little mini boss. She's two years old and, you know, she sells sometimes more to me. She Well, she sold out last time. So I said, <laughs> hey, rain sold out. Y'all better watch out. So, but yeah, it's just a fun business. Um, it just gives me the opportunity to kind of launch and, and learn about business and learn about different things. Uh, my biggest goal with Radical Eyewear is to design my own frames. Um, so that's something that, you know, hopefully, prayerfully soon, God will open up that door. We're putting in the universe because yeah, it's going to yeah, happen. Yeah. So I, I, I want that door to be open for me so I can design my own eyewear. But yeah, I'll, yeah, that's radical eyewear. Yes, <laughs> radical eyewear. Love it. Love the whole radical vibe for sure. You know, dare to be different. Dare to be out the box. I love the frames. You have a lot of people that be posting up in them. The, the frames are beautiful. So Thank many you. different ones that you have Thank too. You. Thank you. Thank I love you, that. You. Now, will you be, you know, exploring into any other territories of fashion or will it just be eyewear for now? I, you know what, y'all? Like I said, I've been I've been trying. I've been dibbling and dabbling with some stuff. You know, um, I dibble and dabble in T-shirts and just sayings, you know, things that I say a lot. Um, I, I've made my own earrings before. So I've dabbled in the accessories a little bit. Um I have something on my mind um, that I really have been wanting to bring to fruition. It hasn't came yet. So I'm just being patient with that. So yeah, it'll be more to come with the, with the eyewear. It's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm patient. Like I don't want to rush nothing. I don't want to put my feet in something that I ain't ready for. So I just kind of 
go with the flow and do it as I can. So, yeah. Absolutely. We'll be looking out for him. I got to give me some radical eyewear for sure. I need to give me Let some. Let me know frame. what you like. Let me know what you, you know. Like. I, I got to give me some so I, I can pull up to the scene. Now, <laughs> what else, you know, can we just expect from you um, this year? I know you were up here, but you're not in Illinois anymore. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Okay. All right. I got to get free. I had, I got, I got an opportunity and I got free. I got free. <laughs> um, for those of them that don't know, like I was in in Georgia for 10 years and then I came back home um, and I was at home for about three years. It was definitely all assigned by God because I wouldn't have radical eyewear and all this radical stuff had I not come home. Um, but I was really like waiting on God to release me from the assignment. And um, I had an opportunity that was presented and I ended up being able to move back to Georgia. And now I'm in Georgia. So, um, I, you know, I love being at home, but it's something about, you know, I, I knew, let me say this, when there was a lot of work that I did at home, but I also knew that there was more that God was calling me to. I knew that there was more as far as ministry wise that he was calling me to. So at the time, I was starting to get a little antsy, you know, because I'm like, okay, Lord, I know you up to something. I don't know what you're up to, but you know, you know how you know he got something, but you don't really know what it is. Mm -hmm. um, and when the opportunity presented itself, I was able to come back home. My church family is here in Georgia. So I was able to come back home to my church family. And I was here, I got here in July, I got here in July of 2021. Um in September of 2021, I was ordained as an elder. So uh, oh. God just showed up and showed out. You know, I was able to move from home and work for Youth Build in Atlanta. So it's a different environment, um, different kind of people, you know, different type of young people. So, you know, God has just opened up some doors and I'm able to plant my feet here once again in Georgia. I love it. Um, I always, you know, rock with home. I always come back and forth, but, you know, I just really feel like being in Georgia, it kind of turned my hustle up a little bit more. Um, mm. It allows me to do a lot more that God has called me to do here. Um, ministry is thriving. It's going great. I'm, I'm excited about what God is doing for the kingdom and for the people of the kingdom. He's doing some amazing things for people. Um, and I'm able to minister to homeless people and I'm able to minister to, you know, people that, you know, just just need a word and just, you know, need some encouragement or some motivation. So it's it's been amazing this last year that I've been here. It'll be a year soon. Well, it already has been a year. It's been wow. a year. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. OK, big moves. Big moves popping. <laughs> big moves popping. OK, yeah. no, that congratulations. That's amazing. You know, yeah. I'm happy that you were able to continue your passion back where, you know, you seen you want to be so absolutely and for those of you that yeah. are in georgia i gotta say y'all should come visit us at fishers of men um that is our our pastor tony jenkins and co-pastor janice jenkins amazing amazing ministry god is doing so many amazing things and we're right here in stone mountain so if you're in georgia or online we're online as well look us up okay. online as well so yeah it's just it's good stuff happening over there Yes, y'all got to check that out. Make sure too, you know, um, you send me the information as well. I can post about it too, and just kind of let people know too, so they can, you know, tune in. Yes, ma'am. Val, Miss Ladina, you've been 
just dropping, you know, so many gems, which I'm so grateful for. And just your vulnerability. You know, you're somebody I feel like that's not ashamed to speak their truths. And we need to hear that sometimes. Yeah, it's important. Transparency is real big for me. Just being honest, you know, sometimes I have to be quiet because I'm not supposed to release what, you know, I'm saying sometimes. Sometimes I, I kind of prematurely release stuff, um, but I, I'm getting better with that. But no, just being transparent is real to me because I can't. I can't coach anybody um, if I'm not able to be real, if I'm not able to be transparent of where I've come from. I just don't ever want to forget where I've came from because God has done so much for me and he has changed me in so many ways. Like, I don't want to forget where I came from. I know that I am a new person, but, you know, it's, it's so many of us out here that, you know, once you kind of cross over and you surrender and give your life to Christ, you kind of act like you made it or you arrived. I don't want nobody to get that vibe from me. I'm still, mm. you know, a, a work in progress. I still have things that God is working on me through, you know. So I just never want anybody to feel that way about me. No, oh, what you tell them if they do, they better holler at me. <laughs> no, that's okay. true. I got, you. I got you. They better holler at me. No, but I appreciate you so much. Your spirit, you know, again, your vulnerability and just being your amazing self. So I do have your IG scrolling on the screen, but if there's anywhere else you would like for us to, you know, tune in um, and check in and anything, let us know. Yes. Y'all can follow me on IG as she has it here on um, radical underscore life, L-Y-F-E, um, as well as Fishes of Men, I-C-M. That is our uh, the ministry page of Fishes of Men on Facebook. You can also follow me on TikTok at Radical Coach L. I always like to have fun on TikTok, and I might throw a, a few gems here and there. So y'all go ahead and follow me on TikTok as well. Thank you so much for having me, Queen. I really appreciate you. I do. Of course. Thank you for coming on. I'm going to make sure I follow you on TikTok because I don't really be doing a lot. But I need your ministry. I, you know, whatever words you speak, and I probably need to hear them anyways. So. Amen. I got you. Whatever it is me he got you <laughs> no but i appreciate you um shout out to everybody that tuned in tonight that shared like somebody did comment hold on that's probably maxi okay somebody said peace oh peace by peace she was she yeah. was correcting us yeah. we sorry <laughs> no but i appreciate you um make sure you guys subscribe to pillow talk podcast streaming on all major platforms as well sending love and light to all of you guys on this saturday peace Thank you. <laughs>